Welcome back to the OWA Talks podcast. This month's fantastic guest is Karen Guyberson, the president of the Accessories Council. Welcome, Karen. Hi, thanks for having me. So why don't we start out, um, go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your background. Well, I have worked in and around retail my whole career. I started at Macy's in their executive training program. And then I went on to work at QVC where I spent 14 years, um, half of it in the merchandising area, half of it as a marketer. And um, when I left QVC, I had the great opportunity to um, step into the role as the president of the Accessories Council, where I've been, gosh, since 2005. So, um, you know, I've pretty much worked in accessory categories all the way through, um, with a little bit of, you know, support, supporting uh, role merchandise be behind me. But um, we love product. I love selling product and finding new ways to sell product. And uh, the council lets me work with a lot of really great brands and people. Um, so I feel very fortunate. You have such a successful career path. Um, do you have any tips or advice that you could share with someone who might just be entering the field to help them with having a successful career? Um, you know, my career, it kind of turned by accident. You know, I. I started out with purpose. I thought, you know, it might be interesting to get into a buying program, but I would never have envisioned when I started that there would be a business like QVC. And I never would have envisioned or planned that there would be a role like a trade association. It just wasn't in my background or my, um, you know, anything that I had been taught. And as I think, back and I think about how business has changed, I would say my advice is um, keep learning, keep aware of the industry and be open to things that you didn't expect. Um, and I think you have to be willing to bob and weave your career as business needs change and arise. I mean, I can think of a lot of great retailers that didn't exist when I started and a lot of great ways to sell product that didn't exist when I started that have amazing, you know, opportunities today. And it's probably also interesting to see how they've adapted through time as well. Cause um, for example, Macy's is very, very different with the online world or QVC has obviously adapted as more technology from where it once was. So it's really great advice that you're giving. Do you think any of that has changed given the pandemic and potential shifts in consumer behaviors? Oh, definitely. And, you know, in some ways, for in some ways in very good um, directions and in some ways very challenging, you know, particularly for women in the industry, um, I'm watching our members um, with school age kids really juggle. And it's, you know, yeah, you might be working from home, but it's really hard to work from home when you have to get a 60 year old through math and, you know, you're making three meals a day. Um, on the other hand, if you have a support system, you don't have little kids, the flexibility and the opportunities that 
a, a flexible work experience has can offer even more opportunities. So geographically, um, you may be able to get a job that you or work for a company that isn't located in your town, but they may now have um, opportunities for you that you don't have to live there. Um, and I think that a lot of companies are going to be rethinking the need to have someone sit at a desk from nine to five. Um, but I also think that we've proven that we can do some business um, by Zoom. We can do business in different ways. So for even those people who, you know, I think about sale, sales teams that are out and about that, you know, we've all proven that there's different ways to do it. Um, so, you know, I, I hope that what comes out of it is a more flexible more flexible opportunities and flexibility and career choices and that that and and the organization of your career choice you know how where you need to be and when you need to be there changes for everybody so can you share a little bit about the history of the accessories council and what kind of is the mission statement for the organization yeah, so the Accessories Council was founded in the mid-1990s, and it was a time when fashion was very, very minimal. The runway designers weren't really sending the models out with, you know, bags or earrings or, um, you know, certainly weren't sending them down runways with optical. And so the industry got together and said, if fashion isn't going to promote us, what can we do to promote ourselves? And they put seed money together to found the council, which is a not-for-profit association. And the mission is really, how can we help our members um, achieve more visibility at the consumer level? So I like to say, how do we help you sell more stuff? Whatever it is. So it could be a really expensive handbag. It could be a pair of sunglasses, it could be um, a scarf, it could be a shoe, it could be a cool pair of socks, or it could be a service that helps support the industry and makes, you know, lets us do our jobs better. So you join the Accessories Council as a company. And from the beginning, our mission hasn't changed at all. But the way that we serve our members has changed. Um, we Last year, we did 104 events. Well, most of them were virtual, um, but we were able to shift that very quickly. And, you know, so we offered educational events. We um, helped our companies kind of talk them through some of the legal aspects, uh, you know, and getting the PPP money. And a lot of our companies shifted from, and I know a lot of our optical companies did too, started to make protective gear, um, which was really cool. So, you know, we kind of coached uh, as that went along and then we really just tacked, you know, business and tried to give tools that would help them excel during a crazy time, which we're still doing now. And uh, we're really hoping to get back to some kind of physical events, certainly by hopefully by the end of the summer and next, you know, next holiday. But I did go to a trade show in person 
last week and it felt so good. Uh, you know, it was very careful. You had to get a COVID test before you went there, but it's so, so nice to see people and to be able to touch and feel product. I'm looking forward to, to getting back to, to that moment. But um, really, we exist purely to help our members exceed. We're happy when they flourish. It's really impressive to hear how much you were able to, to shift and, and turn so quickly when needed, because that, that many events in one year is pretty impressive for a virtual environment where everyone had to learn and, and know new things. We started by, by just taking the events that we already had planned and putting them into, as you know, we started using Zoom. And then what we realized was that initially we, you know, they were kind of crisis meetings. You know, they were regular weekly meetings where we had experts and um, anywhere from lawyers to, you know, lobby groups to PR teams that helped everyone kind of with their messaging and helped them position. And then after a while, we didn't, you know, it wasn't a crisis anymore. We kind of like got over that hump and then we just started to, we, we expedited our education program. Um, you know, going gets tough, tough get going. I love that. And I hope that you're right about us being able to get back together because I definitely miss seeing people in person. So when you think about being the president of the Accessories Council, you've, you've had this role for a while now. What would you think would be your most impactful moments when serving in this role? <laughs> I have favorite moments just over the years, but you know, I, I think that, um, so our office has moved, but I have the same kind of meeting table at my office as I have had from the beginning. And, um, you know, we've had some mighty impressive people come in before they really started. Like, you know, Blake Misaki from Tom's Shoes and Rebecca Minkoff when she just had a handbag. And, you know, um, Jor before they were like the online platform that they are today, just telling us about their ideas. So I, you know, I have to say that at, now that I've been there for a while and I think back and I see the people that really, um, you know, grew to be something behemoth. I, I like, I, I just love that. And I love thinking like, eh, they were at that table too. So you never know who's going to be the next big thing and who's going to come in the door, uh, the door next. So I have to say those are some of my proudest moments. Not that we take credit for it. I'm not taking credit for their success at all. Um, but, you know, to, to have seen them early on and watch them grow. And then, you know, for the council, it's just really, it's, again, you know, we love to see our members be successful. I love when somebody joins at a $500 member level, which is our least expensive, you know, it's our smallest company pays $500. It's based on volume. And then, you know, a couple of years later, they, they're at a higher level. So you kind of talked a little bit about how the Accessories Council can help in the optical industry. So we have a lot of listeners and OWA members who kind of work all over the place, you know, at the office level, you know, with the opticians and optometrists, all the way up to the wholesale levels, you know, with presidents and CEOs of these wholesale companies. How do you think information from the Accessories Council can help those of us in the optical industry when it comes to uh, meeting the needs of our customers? Well, listen, I, I mean, I 
appreciate very much the fact that there are differences in the world, the optical world, than there are in some of our other niche businesses, because you are indeed your medical device. Um, and, you know, some of the reason I buy, you know, my glasses, I'm a glass wearer, has nothing to do with fashion, but everything else besides that is really the same basic rules. You know, you're, um, if we're talking about trends, we have a lot of trend presentations. It's important to know what shapes, colors um, are happening in other categories because it all ties back. The glasses are your most visible accessories. So, um, you know, trying to think about um, fashionably some of the ways that you know, a, 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 a trend, you know, other trend can impact important. Um, certainly from a legal point of view, you know, there are certain jobs that care about issues that impact everyone like tariffs. We became um, very versed in what was happening with tariffs very early, particularly from China because handbags were in a very early category before almost any other fashion category. So we had to learn it. Um, so we became great communicators on all things tariff. And then we have so many mentoring programs. It's really about growing a business. It doesn't matter what your business is. There's some great advice and great principles. Um, and there's some great platform partners that we work with that, again, it doesn't really matter what category you're in. Um, it, it's about how you use it to best suit you. So Everything we do doesn't work for every single member, um, but much of what we do, do uh, we'll, you'll learn something from. And we also, we love our women's networking groups. Um, we, that's one thing that makes me a little sad about the COVID time is just that we had a very vibrant um, group of women that we got together often all over the place. And I look forward to starting that again. And of course, any of the OWA members, we don't charge to go to those events um, are, are most welcome to join. And they're gonna look out for our babe events. Um, anybody can subscribe to our email, it's free. Anybody can subscribe to, uh, can look at our magazine. We just relaunched our digital magazine. It's all on accessoriescouncil.com. Org, so you could sign up for the email, you'll automatically get the magazine. And when our babe events start again, that's our badass uh, business executives, that's what we call our ladies, you know, you can join. Thank you so much. I, I saw the, the magazine that rolled out when I was looking to kind of learn a little bit more before our chat. And I think it was a great representation. I got a lot out of looking at it. So I'm sure that a lot of our members will. Um, we've talked a lot about the pandemic, shifts that the industry has made. Um, talking about it um, from the optical perspective, the pandemic has really impacted almost all areas of the world. Very few have, have had no impact. When you think about accessories, what have you seen as the, the impact of trends um, on accessories? Well, you know, besides the fact that the mask has really become the accessory of the year. And a lot of our members were well suited to dive into masks because they were already working in you know, soft accessories. If you were making a scarf, it was really probably pretty easy to shift over and start making masks. 
But what we've seen is the rise, we'll call it a zoomable accessory. Um, so, you know, your kind of your chest up. So it could be a statement necklace, statement earring. Um, we've certainly seen a giant um, uh, increase in hair accessories because, you know, we're not getting our hair cut as often or colored as often or blown out as often. And there's just some beautiful um, product out there right now that is doing quite well. I think that anything that's related to organization or comfort has been really important. So slippers, um, you know, comfortable shoes. We've seen a rise in, you know, brands like, uh, you know, it could be Birkenstock or Vince, or we just had, we featured in our magazine, there was a really cute shoe, it looked uh, like a little slide on sandal by Veronica Beard. Things that are comfortable and easy to wear. Um, definitely sneakers. We see a lot of really fashionable sneakers. Handbags, um, it's really about convenience. So it's cross-body style. So my hands are free. I don't have to fuss with my, um, with my bag so much. So really organized pieces like that. And then, um, you know, the sad thing is like, we're not going out. So we're not buying evening bags or, you know, rhinestone earrings right now. Those, they'll come back. Um, Cause we're all gonna be ready to get out as soon as we can. <laughs> Funny because all of those trends, I think I have uh, embraced heavily. <laughs> So I'm, I think you're right on point with the trends because I am right there with you. So I love that. Thank you. <laughs> um, so even though most of, you know, the United States, I think the majority of people that listen to us are in the United States, um, it's pretty much all covered in snow at this point. So let's kind of like look forward to spring, summer, warmer times. What kind of... Uh, trends are you seeing that we can kind of look forward to in the spring and the summer? Well, you know, I, I think that across the board, we're either buying things that are practical because we need them, or we're buying things that we'll call, oh my God, I gotta have it. You know, things that are just like amazing that you don't already have in your closet. And I do think that that will continue. Um, you know, certainly in, um, you know, comfort, I think is still going to rain for some time, but we're seeing a lot of fun colors. There's a lot of pastels out there right now. Um, and like a lot in almost every category, all different shades. So, uh, we're having fun watching some of that. We're seeing a little pearl effect. We'll call it a Kamala effect that, you know, the pearl necklace and earrings along with those Converse shoes um, doing, uh, doing super well. Um, I think we're gonna see a lot of natural things. We're in, you know, certainly in bags like wovens and jutes and, um, you know, pretty kind of feminine um, product. Uh, you know, we, we see a little bit of influence in, um, you know, we talked a lot about women's uh, product, but we do sell men's product too. Men's jewelry is doing pretty well right now. Um, and really anything in that category that is a little bit of meaning, um, you know, it could be 
you know, whether it's a religious kind of medallion necklace um, or spiritual in some way, uh, they seem to be doing doing quite well. And I have to tell you, I've seen a lot of really, really beautiful sunglasses and colorful um, product. Congratulate you on completing your program from Wharton last year. It's incredibly impressive um, to complete during a pandemic. And it really shows how you're committed to learning. And I know you mentioned pivoting and changing your career. How important do you think it is for women to continue their own professional growth and development as their career progresses? I have a very strong opinion about it because I have done it. Um, I felt it was about five or six years ago, I was starting to feel professionally stagnant. And I am sure that your listeners will agree and have friends and colleagues who have in some way become obsolete because they haven't morphed and grown for personal growth, for your own career growth, for doing the best you can do for your company, your practice, your own is that you must um, you you must just continue to push it. Now I had started the uh, Wharton program and I was very fortunate because had there not been COVID, I could not have finished so quickly. Um, but because I was working from home and I wasn't traveling, I was able to commit to the week, a month that I needed to commit to, to get, you know, to complete my program. But just because I completed it, I'm not going to stop. Um, I am going to stop until I can do the classes in person because I felt like I missed out on some of the networking that I really loved about that program, but I will continue to take um, classes that I'm interested in that are specific to my business or that I might just have an interest in personally because I think you, you know, that you're always gaining something. Um, I, I have, yeah, so I encourage anybody, if you're thinking about it, I don't care if it's a master class, um, you know, or a couple hours seminar, I think it's an investment that's very worthy. I love all of those suggestions. Thank you. Um, we kind of always finish every, every podcast with kind of a wrap up. And for, we would like for you to share your kind of last parting words to all of our listeners. Well, you know what? I love the thing that I love about working in, in the industry, and I know it exists in the optical industry because I have seen it firsthand, is you work with a tight group. And, you know, people might work for one company and then they might come back and work for another company, but you're all swimming in a little pond together. And just trying to stay in touch with people right now and just say hello because you just want to say hello, not because you need something. Um, I try to reach out to our members on a regular basis. If they pop in my head, I might just send them a text and just say, how are you doing? And um, touch base because I think right now a lot of people are feeling a little isolated. Um, they've been working alone for a long time. Um, you know, there are people that I see there's people that I used to see on a regular basis because, you know, we worked in the same building, um, you know, that like, okay, we just haven't had the occasion to see each other, but it's, I think it's just a good thing every day to just go out of your way and try to maintain some of those relationships and 
um, network, even if you don't have, you know, you don't have a specific reason. Um, so that would be my, my in immediate, uh, <laughs> my immediate advice. And, um, you know, trying to do something every day that just keeps your spirits up because there's a whole lot to be depressed about, but there's also a lot of really great creativity and exciting things going on. So um, we're always looking for those stories. It's an excellent reminder for all of us because it is easy to kind of get bogged down on everything that's going on. So thank you for that reminder. And thank you, Karen, for joining us today. We really appreciate you taking the time to chat with us a little bit about access the Accessories Council and kind of what we can have to look forward to. My pleasure. So if they want to, um, if anybody wants to get the, our newsletter comes out once a week on Mondays and it's got all our events and most of them are free. Um, and if they're not free, they're mostly really low cost. Uh, it's accessoriescouncil.org. And if they want to find me, it's at Karen at accessoriescouncil.org. And um, yeah, we encourage you to reach out. Awesome. Thanks, Karen. And we'll see all of you guys at our next episode.